Welcome to the 2021 NFC West preview new series here on the channel. We're going to be breaking down every division before the 2021 NFL season, taking a look at every team, looking at some betting stuff, um, seeing what kind of futures might make sense for some of these teams heading into the season. So um, let's just get right into it. I'm better place to start the show with probably <laughs> the, my most biased team um, that we're going to have for all of these previews. Figured we get the NFC West and the Cardinals out of the way first, so um, that way we can, you know, move into the rest of the NFL. But full disclosure, obviously, got the Larry Fitzgerald jersey hanging up in the background. Um, huge Arizona Cardinals fan, so I'm probably going to be pretty high on this Cardinals team. Um, but I think I think that's fair. You know, the Cardinals have had quite a few good additions this offseason. J.J. Watt, probably the biggest name. You know, J. James Codner, Rodney Hudson, AJ Green, um, Malcolm Butler, and even you know Matt Prater taking over at kicker. Um, all pretty big signings. And as far as losses, um, Pat Pete is really the only the big one that I would consider. You know, Hassan Reddick sure had a good season last year, but outside of you know last year without Chandler Jones, he really never looked that great. Um, also lose Kenyon Drake, um, Dan Arnold, and Marcus Gilbert. So um, a few losses, but personally, I think this Cardinals team is in great shape. And looking at this team offensively, you know, this Cardinals team looks to build on a I don't want to say successful season last year because they didn't make the playoffs, but a, a, the past two seasons is where we've seen Kyler Murray kind of continue to grow as an NFL quarterback. You know, looked much better last season um, than he did in his rookie year. You know, a rookie year that he won Offensive Rookie of the Year. So, um, continues to look better and better. Um, and, you know, this Cardinals team was a win away in Week 17 from making the playoffs. And, you know, if Kyler was, would have been healthy um, and the Stellar didn't have to come in, I think there's a good chance we would have seen this Cardinals team in the playoffs. Um, but a lot of veteran additions to fill holes on this team. Well, we're still waiting um, on Larry Fitzgerald's decision on whether or not he's going to be returning for this season. Um, and personally, I think he will be returning. I don't think he'd <laughs> he'd wait this long and not return, to be quite honest. Um, I think he's kind of just waiting out. The doesn't want to go through all the, the offseason, you know, OTAs and all that. I think he's waiting. We'll see sometime um, near the beginning of training camp or, you know, maybe midway through training camp. We'll see Larry make that decision. Um but even if Larry does decide to hang it up, you know, this team has some immense talent at wide receiver. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins um, signing A.J. Green, which who knows how he's going to play. But Larry excelled tremendously at the age that A.J. Green's at right now. So we can see that. And then, you know, guys like Christian Kirk, we're going to want to see. Um, and hell, even Andy Isabella might <laughs> might surprise some people. Um, but. You know, I think really the the lack as far as the offense goes for the Cardinals, and probably the most obvious is the tight end position. You know, Max Williams is the current starting tight end, and there's really behind him absolutely no depth at tight end. You know, Dan Arnold was really good last year, but you know, um, lose him. I think he's out in Carolina now, so um, gonna be a little bit rocky from tight end. But I don't know how much that really plays into Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Um, and at the line, center was you know a struggle at times last season. You know. Um, when your center is jumping off sides four times in two games, it's, it, it becomes hard to win football games. Um, I think Rodney Hudson should help bring that veteran leadership to the line that, that this Cardinals team was missing. But then looking over at the defense, um, even when you know some of these not-so-great Cardinals teams um, in the past few seasons, even when you look at you know how they've played, the defense has always played 
decently well. You know, J.J. Watt comes in to replace Hassan Reddick and, um, you know, looks to still be a, a pretty good player as long as he can stay healthy. Chandler Jones will obviously be back in the lineup. Um, a little bit of drama going on with him, obviously, with his contract and whatever, but um, I don't see any reason why he won't be playing this season. Um, and then drafting, you know, Zayvon Collins to help with the pass rushing game, you know, should be should be a tremendous help there. Really, I think the biggest maybe lack for this Cardinals team defensively is probably at the cornerback position um but you know losing pat p is obviously a big detriment you know veteran player no doubt great player um but if you look at his stats you know we bring in malcolm butler and malcolm butler had a pretty good season last year too and compared to pat p pat p really in the last two years or so hasn't done a whole lot um and when you consider the fact that you know byron murphy in the backfield um and you know buda baker all pro safety to, to round it out um not to mention isaiah simmons you know playing linebacker safety wherever he's at on the field um the secondary for the cardinals shouldn't be a whole lot i think they should be fine there so um i am very high on this cardinals team even though you know statistically or you know odds wise they're projected to finish last in the division you know plus 500 here um and make the playoffs is at plus 190 eight and a half win total for them and really i think for this cardinals team um with you know cliff kingsbury kind of missing the playoffs again here i think he's definitely on the hot seat um and if this cardinals team doesn't go over the eight and a half wins you know if they go eight and nine um i think it could be all but over for cliff in arizona you know i think that this uh, not having a winning season and more importantly not making the playoffs for this cardinals team would would very much hurt them um so i i do love the over eight and a half wins even though it is you know minus 130 as recording this um and i also like them to make the playoffs at plus 190 now if we're looking to win the division um i would love to say that this cardinals team could win the division um but the nfc west is just so stacked right now that i i don't uh, i i I probably wouldn't bet a whole lot of any of these teams to win the division to be quite honest um and super bowl and conference if you want to take a flyer on one of those definitely can um i mean let's be honest i'll probably have something in on the super bowl just because it is you know my team but um I think I think make the playoffs at plus 190 is probably the best bet you're going to want to make with this Cardinals team. Um, And I think it has a decently well chance of cashing. So, um, yeah, that about wraps it up for the Cardinals. Let's get into the Rams. Moving out to L.A. for this Rams team. Really the biggest, I guess, key to this Rams team coming into the season here um, is the change at quarterback. Obviously, Matt Stafford getting traded for Jared Goff here in this one. Um, But other than that, the Rams don't really bring anyone in. The only other notable guy I was even seeing was Deshaun Jackson. Um, You know, lose Brockers, lose Malcolm Brown, lose Josh Reynolds. So um, this Rams team is in an interesting position, to say the least. You know, definitely going all in um, on the Matt Stafford era. And you know, at least odd wise, it seems to work out for them a little bit at plus 200 to win the division. They are, you know, up there at the top. Granted, um, Rams, Niners, Seahawks, all very close. Um, but taking a look at this offense, they finally decided to ship Jared Goff out of town. Um, and I'm, I, I know I'm probably in the minority on this, but I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, I understand people didn't like Jared Goff. Um, I understand, you know, a lot of it is is the Sean McVay offense that made him look like, you know, a more capable quarterback than he might be. 
but I'm not a fan of Matt Stafford either. Um, maybe it's because he always beaten up on the Cardinals, but Matt Stafford, when I watch him play, it's, he's just not, not a guy I love, love to see. Um, so, Hey, I mean, from a Cardinals fan perspective, it definitely like to see him on the field. Um, but he does have some very good targets here in LA, Robert Woods, Cooper cup, um, obviously now Tyler Higby going to be the number one option, um, at the tight end position. So it should be a pretty good, good backfield, good receiving core to throw to him. And also not bad at running back cam Akers. Um, looked very good down the stretch last year, and I think he could have a massive year this year. I'm not exactly sure where he's going in fantasy football drafts, but he he's a guy who definitely I could see being targeted um, up there pretty high. Um, and they return, you know, four of the five offensive starters on the line, you know, adding Brian Allen in at center. Um, and obviously, this team is very good on offense with the Sean McVay play calling. Um, and offensively, this team is really going to just rely on one thing, I think. You know, whether or not this team is any good or not is how Matt Stafford plays. Um, and I don't think there's a ton of teams where it's like, oh, it's, it's 100% on the quarterback. But this seems like it's almost 100% on the quarterback, whether or not this team is going to succeed or whether or not this team is going to fail. Um, and defensive te- de- defensively, um, this is no longer the team that we saw go to the Super Bowl. You know, lots and lots of changes since then. Um, do re-sign Leonard Floyd to a $64 million deal, um, which is whatever, I guess, seems like it, they probably could have maybe made some smarter decisions on defense, but if that's who they want to give the money to, go be it, I guess. Um, obviously, Aaron Donald still remains one of the best defensive players in the game, but the departure of Michael Brockers is going to be a big loss for this. Um, still have, you know, pretty locked down corners, though. Jalen Ramsey, Darius Williams um, look to be two of the, two of the better there i think the biggest weakness on defense for them probably though is the the linebackers um you know third year or not third (laughs) third round draft pick rookie ernest jones um should help a little bit at the linebacker position so i'll have to wait and see how he develops um and, and Matt Gay, you know looked pretty good as greg zerline's replacement at kicker so deep or uh, special teams wise um I don't think should be any problem there. And maybe this team, you know, now that they finally have a permanent stadium, not playing at the Coliseum, playing at SoFi now, um, hopefully, you know, they'll, from a fan perspective, from a team perspective, be able to kind of, you know, have a home, feel like it's, you know, actually got some fans behind them. Granted, they're always going <laughs> to be better, better than what the Chargers were doing. Um, but the Rams, um, no doubt, you know, have, have kind of struggled with some of that as of late. Um, and I, like I said before, this season's 100% dependent on how well Matt Stafford plays. Uh, and we should find out pretty well, you know, which team, the Lions or the Rams, won this trade. Now, looking at bets for this team, um, it does pain me to say it, but if I had to pick a team out of the NFC West to win the division, um, it's it's probably going to be this Rams team at plus 200, um, even though they are the favorite um the slight favorite i i I do like that i also like the win total over 10 minus 139 is the odds on that so maybe maybe hold off on that unless you're you're getting some better odds on there um but i i do like that over there um and this rams team is 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 the best team in the division right now you know um as much as i don't like matt stafford it's hard to deny that so um yeah that's that's kind of what i think about this rams team i think take them to win the division if you're gonna bet anything here now, moving up the coast, the third team in our preview here, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, now, this is another team that, you know, made a quarterback move in the offseason drafting Trey Lance as a third overall pick, which is is kind of what I predicted would happen um, when we look back at, you know, the NFL bets or NFL draft prop bets. 
Um, but who knows who's going to be who's going to be the, the starting quarterback when the season starts to, you know, Garoppolo, obviously on the hot seat, um, even after, you know, the Super Bowl two years ago and the hundred thirty seven million dollar deal. Um, it looks like his job is very much in jeopardy, um, you know, but this the Niners team does add a few more guys. Mohamed Sanu, Alex Mack, um, Tony Jefferson, Tavon Williams all coming in uh, losses. You know, Jeremy McKinnon, um, Jordan Reed, Solomon Thomas, and probably most notably Richard Sherman. Um, so they, they've got an, a decent team together here. Um, I think, um, and we could see, you know, Trey Lance on the field early, depending how well he does in training camp. You know, I've seen reports that definitely um, that there's a lot of people in the organization that want him on the field. Um, and I think a lot of the success for this offense is going to be just the health of the team. You know, last year, that was their biggest struggle. Um, George Kittle couldn't stay on the field, was getting injured. Um, and Dabo Saniel missed most, there's some time in 2022. Uh, so if those two guys can stay on the field, definitely going to help the receiving core. Um, but Robbie Mozart was great in the backfield last season. I think he can do more here. And like a lot of teams in the NFC West, the Niners went out and got another, or got a, a good center to hopefully help with some of that. Alex Mack, um, formerly of the Falcons, will be starting as center for the Niners this year. Um, and Trent Williams returns to this offensive line. So offensively, like so many teams, there are so many teams that we, we see this season, a lot of it comes down to, What's the quarterback going to do? You know, who's it going to be? Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, how well are they going to play? I think that kind of is the biggest factor offensively for this Niners team. And defensively, um, Nick Bosa, D Ford um, should be back, should be healthy after injuries last year. So they should have, you know, some better pass rush this season. They kind of struggled a little bit down the stretch last year. Um, and a mini arm stretch should also, you know, add some talent around them. Um, Jason Verrett, you know, also in the secondary should, you know, help this out. And while the loss of Richard Sherman um, and Witherspoon at corner is is very detrimental to this team, um, I think that is kind of the biggest thing on defense for this Niners team. You know, it just, it, it could be, <laughs> this, this Niners defense is so hard to read. It can either be, you know, a team that's going to be absolutely stellar on defense or a team that's going to struggle to really do anything on defense all season. Um you know, Fred Warner draft pick should help round this defense out a little bit. Um, but I'm just not super sold on this defense right now. I think there was a lot of hype on this defense that that isn't necessarily there at the moment. You know, lose some big names, some guys coming off injuries. You don't know exactly how they're going to play. Um, and I'm just not completely sold on this Niners defense. You know, um, Robbie Gold, you know, struggled a little bit in 2019, had a much better season in 2020. Um, so you kicking wise got that, but when you look at this team as a whole and, you know, look at some of these bets down here, um, make the playoffs, you know, minus 190 at yes, it's actually plus 155 at no. I think that is tremendous value for a team that, um, personally, I think is maybe a year away, especially if Trey Lance is their starting quarterback week one, or even plays any sort of, you know, major time this season. I think making the playoffs at minus 190 is it, is an absolute dream no one I, I just don't see that happening um and that kind of plays into as well as the under 10 wins at plus 115 um i also really like that bet too um if i had to make one bet on this team it'd probably be to no make the playoffs at plus 155 um as far as you know conference or super bowl goes for this team um i i guess if you it really for when it comes down to super bowl it's you, all the teams present good value at the beginning of the season if you think they're going to win the super bowl um i don't really generally bet on super bowl teams this early or even conference teams um but if you think that that might be an option definitely take a look at that um but yeah 
I think that this, I, I think no to make the playoffs is probably the best bet here at plus 155. And finally, the last team in the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, some quite a few losses. Looking at all of these, just gonna rattle them off really quick. Some some big guys, some not big guys, but Carlos Hyde, Greg Olson, Jacob Hollister, Michael Potty, Bruce Irvin, KJ Wright, Shaquem Grisham, Shaq Griffin, and Quentin Dunbar all gone from Seattle. So some major losses. And for being honest, I would have thought they would have brought in a little bit more people to to you know help out Russell Wilson right now. Um, Gerald Everett coming in, Gabe Jackson, Alden Smith, and Alkeem Witherspoon. Um, so, you know, bring in some talent, no doubt. Um, but we saw in the offseason for the first time in Russell Wilson's career coming out, you know, he's not happy in Seattle, criticizing the organization and everything. Um, you know, saying he's not protected. And, you know, the addition of Gabe Jackson on the offensive line should hopefully help with that, I guess. Um, but I this the Seahawks team it's just a team that I, I just don't see in playing very well football this season. Um, you know, they, they were, have the other four starters in Gabe Jackson returning from last year's offensive line. Um, and while DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett is one of the best duos at receiver right now, um, the rest of the team is kind of kind of whatever, in my opinion. Gerald Everett's obviously a good option to tight end. Chris Carson obviously remains a good option to running back. And even Richard Penny, you know, as the backup running back at times, um, could get some qu- good quality time if he has a good training camp here. Um, but offensively isn't really it's kind of crazy as it sounds this is where I'm worried or surprised about the Seattle team. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of defensively where we've, or I just don't know what the Seattle team is going to do. You know, Carlos Dunlop, um, helped out a lot for this defense last year. Um, and, and you know, Kerry Hyder addition here should help the Seattle pass rush. Um, but with Dunbar and Shaq Griffin, both gone at corner, um, that corner position, you know, looks slimmer and slimmer, obviously add Weatherspoon to help replace them a little bit. Um, and you know, Jamal Adams will be back at safety to, to kind of round out the secondary there. Um, but he's going to have to have a, a very productive year if he wants to, you know, to make up for all these guys. Um, and, and, you know, really the linebacker core, Bobby Wagner is basically carrying the linebackers um, here at this point. When we look over at special teams, you know, Jason Myers, um, he, he had some good times in the past with the Jets and, you know, with the Seahawks before, but he's just kind of a whatever kicker in my opinion um if we're looking you know just as kickers as a whole in the nfc west i would say he's probably um at the bottom of my list now um and it was might be a little bit of a biased opinion um in my opinion <laughs> this seahawks team is by far and away the worst team in the division this season you know they just really they lost so many guys on their team from a year ago you know making the playoffs a year ago um and really just didn't add a whole lot to to make up for it you know the win total sits at nine and a half wins um i do like that under you know plus 120 on the under um currently so definitely some good odds there and to make the playoffs plus 110 on the no um i think that it also prevents some great value um so I, I really just, I don't think the Seattle team is going to make the playoffs. Um, and to be quite honest, probably the boldest take of this entire NFC West preview show. Um, it may be the stupidest take. Maybe it's a, a biased Cardinals opinion, and it probably somewhat is. Um, but I, I think this Seahawks team could end up having a top five draft pick. Um, now, the, the only the X factor there is obviously Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson himself can probably will this team to, you know, <laughs> six or seven wins. Um, you know, they somehow get up to the eight, nine win margin um, and have just an average season. But I would absolutely not be shocked 
um if russell wilson i'm not saying he's gonna get injured but if you know he were to to get injured or something or had just have a little bit of a down year you know not play quite as well football as he had played the last few seasons I could totally see this Seattle Seahawks team ending up with a, a top 10 or even a top five draft pick next year. So um, definitely the, the lowest team I'm on for this division is the Seahawks. Definitely think the Seahawks finish fourth. Um, and as far as, you know, final standings go, um, had the Rams winning the division. So probably them one Cardinals two, um, Niners three, and then Seahawks here at four. So um, yeah, not a huge fan of the Seahawks team this season. And that's it for the 2021 NFC West preview. Um, going to be breaking down all eight divisions in the NFL team by team. Also going to get hopefully some college football breakdowns um, up for all of the conferences and stuff. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for those. Make sure if you're watching here on YouTube, drop a comment down below. Let me know what you guys want to see in these videos. You like the format I did today. Um, I guess you want to see more betting action. You want to see more analysis. Just, just kind of what you want to see more from these videos. Definitely can take a look at it. Um, if you're not a follow at hot to best chris on twitter and instagram make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content uh, as well as subscribe to the channel hit the like button hit the bell notification all of that stuff and yeah thanks for watching this nfc west preview and i will see you guys in the next one